We're live with the Locked On Cubs sound off here on a Monday evening, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Straight up, it's our second show of the day. Already 100-plus with us as we go live. We're not even 30 seconds in, Sam. Welcome back. I can be assured that your last few hours were good since we went on for our first reaction show on the day the Cubs fired David Ross to hire Craig Council. Is this the most surprised you've been of any Cubs move in your fandom? It's got to be up there. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so because it's to me what I've been focusing on on the past. I don't know, three hours, uh, whenever, whenever we, we closed the last show is the true shift in seriousness of this team and, and what this hire does for the fan base and, and, and honestly, the rest of the league, like I said, you know, mm -hmm. earlier this afternoon, by the way, when's our next show at 11? I mean, are we just going to keep just turning these puppies out or, well, I think uh, this stream's going to be like a two, three hour affair. Uh, it was, it's just one of those moves in when you, when you're rooting for your team and you have a team, it's, it's a never forget type of move. Like you're, I just yeah, like, I remember what happened. I just feel like you're gonna be like, Hey man, remember when they, remember when they hired counsel? You know, um, well, and, what, what were you, what were you doing? What was I, your reaction? I was, I was, I was in the middle of a conversation, I think. And I was kind of working and I, I wasn't, I saw my phone. I started to just get a lot of texts like, like, Oh, Oh my gosh. And you know, some, some curse words in there. And I was like, all right, what happened? You know? Cause like, I have so many people in my contact list that are just baseball, you know, addicts. Yeah. So like, I thought they were just going crazy over like, Oh, you know, maybe the Dodgers fired Dave Roberts or something like that. Like I, I just didn't think it was this level. And then I just started to see the accumulate accumulation of it. And I was like, all right, I got to check on this. And then I was, I ran to my phone and, and, and texted you. Were you around for that time period where Rosenthal broke that it was a mystery team and then no, it actually no. broke. Okay. Cause that, no, I missed all of it. me either. I missed all of it. Okay. Well, that was only like a fourteen, like a fifteen-minute period. I missed the whole um, thing, um, and you I. You broke the news to me. I called you. I was yelling. No, it was. I was pacing. Well, I broke the news to about a lot of people. I'm sure. I would say about a half dozen people, and yeah. and the reaction was like, ha ha ha. Oh, like people oh, didn't believe you. Yeah, like good one. You know, okay. like April Fools on November sixth. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Please smash the like button to support us. Also put us in the front of uh, search and the algorithm on YouTube. This is going to be, well, exclusive to YouTube right now. We'll see if we post it on audio in the morning. In and out of live calls, we have a lot of people in our green room right now, a lot of everydayers. And uh, in and out of those, we are going to take live chats. If you want to text into the show, we've already gotten a lot of chats here. Uh, we will we will do that. And uh, here's one here from Jim, who's an everydayer, Sam. Let's bring that up before we get to Ty. Jim's great. And Jim says, what happens to the current coaching staff, which is a great question and something that I'm going to look into on Tuesday. Um, the Cubs already had a couple openings on their staff. They, they just elevated John Maley as he returned uh, to the to the major league level. Uh, Andy Green has interviewed for jobs. Mike Napoli has interviewed. 
Tommy Hadovy, somebody who's been with the Cubs for a while. So I, I think it's fair to say right now that it's it's very much in flux. And with eight M's to his name annually, have to think that Craig Council's going to have some say in who his coaches are. Of course. Of course, yeah. The, the answer is probably Council's going to determine who he wants to keep or stay, and that's how it should go. Um he's going to be given full control of the roster in terms of those type of decisions. And that's like, you know, you said it beautifully, but can we just take a moment, Matt? Yes, please. Can we just take a moment and just reflect on how great this is? I mean, the the season ended in pure torture. Okay. It did. And I had so many people say to me that, that that I respect. Mm -hmm. I had so many people say to me, Hey Sam, it's all worth it if they 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 get an upgraded manager, right? It's all worth it if they get an upgraded manager. And I go, yeah, but I don't think they're going to, right? Right. And now, it, honestly, I don't even know if I could say this live on air. Well, there's a lot of people watching. I think I'm perfectly fine with the way the season ended because it resulted in Craig Council over David Ross. Maybe so. Uh, no, 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 not maybe so. Well, but, but, but he, but there's a lot of behind the turn. scenes just in the last five days. Of I course, turn it was, the air. I it was turn influenced the air by the end of the year, but really, I, I do think it was more the council availability. But you're saying that if, if they made the playoffs, they wouldn't have sniffed this, this, this bug, right? I don't know that. I don't oh, know okay. that. Well, that's why I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. But what I'm saying is, is if you told me, before the last week of the season, give or take, they come up short, but you get Craig Council out of it. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's definitely interesting, right there. Mm, you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Let's see here. We have. I'm a officially lot of- over the end of the season, is what I'd like to say. I got. I'll, I'll be. Well, back I hope so. I got to turn the air out of my place. It's hot in here with this hoodie, and I can't take it off. And there's All a right. lot going on. You All do, right, you so do your do thing. I, I'll see you in about forty minutes, dude. No, come back, please. Okay, so. A lot of everydayers waiting in the green room. Hopefully, they're they're enjoying the show. We're going to start that. And uh, here's our everydayer, Lawrence, who said this was quite a shocker. We're going to get to more chats along the way. All right, let's go out to Ty in Arizona. Ty was out of the bullpen a couple weeks ago, and now he's on Locked On Cubs sound off. Ty, now, can, what do you I, think of the Cubs hiring Craig Council? Hang on, hang on, Ty. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ty, can we just say this officially? So, because I've kind of been confused. I owe you a meal, don't I? You technically, yes. Okay. Um, I just want to make that public. We're going to make that happen. We'll get a Venmo or something, uh, and I will take care of that. Well, I think it's more, I I think with the news that has transpired the landscape of baseball today, I think you maybe we just upgraded to a visit out here for a spring training game. Cause I yeah. think we're kind of interested in this team next year. No, I think, I think I've set the over under at 90 and a half. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to see Ty this Friday, I think. Yep. Yep. That's Arizona. the plan. That is Wait, the plan. Really? Yeah. Is that, is that real? Well, I know you're going to be in Arizona, Matthew. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do something uh, Friday night. It is. Wow. A big yeah. 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 We are. It's, it's real. Wow. It's real. Thanks it's happening. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, he's, yeah he's well, you're be. not going to be there, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be in there in spirit. Nobody invites yes, me. Yes, you will. 
Maybe like a FaceTime call in to Sam. I don't know. Maybe I'm part of that. Everybody enjoys Arizona, but me. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) So Ty, you didn't get anything done at work today, right? Or you don't want to probably say that publicly? Uh, A lot. uh, uh, My tasks (laughs) were uh, completed. Um, It was, uh, I mean, it was, it was a crazy moment. I I work in the med device industry and um, I was uh, giving, actually doing a lunch for uh, a, a large staff and everything. And, I'm standing there and my my buddy, he gets a ding on his phone. And it's the news. And he's like, hey, they hired counsel. And I was yeah. like, in my head, I'm thinking, you know, up, you know, uh, front office or upper management, because I just didn't think that there was anything going on regarding their management and then uh, or manager. And then, of course, this whole thing happened. Um, so that was ultimately probably what got me through the day because it was a Monday. Uh, Monday blues were definitely there, man. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. How crazy, huh? How crazy. Yeah. I think um, I was going to, I wanted to bring up this topic now Okay. with the fact now that he has landed in, he's going to land in Chicago. He's now has this entirely different plan now in front of him and able to do so much more. Do you think at all that they're going to make some moves that may be a little underwhelming, not necessarily the big time moves because Mm, of his, because of his ability to do so much with so little in Milwaukee. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on how that could all uh, transpire. It's a great question. A great thought. And my answer would be no. I think, I think they brought him in to get the most out of a team but I think they are going to be bringing him in to get the most out of a team that has a lot of talent. And I don't think he comes here if he thought that it was going to be like a, hey, Craig, we're going to give you Carlos Santana and Mark Canna and Bryce Terang and these guys and you fit it together. I think he I think he wants to – you got to remember, Craig Council is something to prove too, right? He's never won a World Series. He's won a lot of games. I think I think he's won one playoff series, and it was 2018 against the Rockies after they beat us in Wrigley. And then they, they played a great uh, NLCS against the Dodgers. I think they lost that in six, if I remember correctly. It was a good series. That was the, you know, Bellinger and, uh, you know, Yelich. Well, that was 19, but it, it was a tight series. And then, you know, he, he has something to prove, right? Like, hey, I'm maxing out with what I got. Now I want to take the next step. I want to manage in a big market. I want to get my due, and I want to show people that I can win a world championship. Or at least compete for one. And I think he's going to get that opportunity because he's going to now have resources. And I'm sure that was part of the pitch to him, which, Matt, at some point I'd like to get into because I'm starting to read up on Jed and how sneaky it was and how he kept everything under wraps. But well, yeah, but to it an- was. To answer Tyler's question, and, you know, Tyler's a smart guy. He doesn't need me to answer his questions for him. But I, I think that I think that part of the deal for council was this is going to be a little bit like the Mets. This is going to be a little bit like the Yankees. You're going to have the resources you need, um, and you're going to get the most out of a team that that, that is going to be really good. Hmm. Awesome. What I could I bring up one more thing? Yeah. I please. thought um, no, no. Ah. <laughs> the other thing I think about too, and I, I do not want to take up too much time because for the rest of the guys that are hanging in here, but um, mm-hmm. the other thing that I thought really kind of started to lead down this path as a slight thought in my mind of him leaving, not necessarily coming to Chicago, but leaving was the whole thing that happened with Corbin Burns in the off season. Right. And you mm-hmm. saw that impact oh. of the way that these guys were sort of navigating how they were going to, uh, 
you know, have this ball, ball club look for the next couple of years, right? Because you piss off Burns, you piss off your number one guy. That probably didn't set the right precedent for council to say, man, this is just not a situation that I like being in as a small market manager. I would definitely want to not have to worry about this and worry about the, you know, cash flow and all that. So mm-hmm. I thought, I thought of that today as something that, you know, he, he may have really saw the path a lot earlier than we did. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I, I think that uh, he's going to be traded this offseason. So I think it, looking back, it could it could have been a bit of foreshadowing. Um, I've heard the Orioles linked to Corbin Burns, Ty. I think I think you have probably heard a couple teams on on him as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really the the other layer to this and the, the shrewdness by Hoyer is the Brewers just took a massive hit. And I understand he was a free agent. He's free to go wherever he wants. But just going down the road um, is a total shock. And uh, I don't think they're going to recover from this, at least not in 2024. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with them. And quite frankly, I don't care what happens with them. All due respect. <laughs> so do, man. Uh, there's a few comments here, Ty, about a fan meetup in Arizona. So if that's something we want to pursue Friday sure, night, go for I it. would be interested in that. <laughs> Everybody's okay. that would be we, we can definitely talk about that offline, and that would be okay. absolutely awesome. outstanding. Boys, thanks so much. Thank you as always. You guys enjoy the rest of the show. See you. Pour one out Appreciate for me in Zona. Absolutely. All right. Uh so we have a several more people in the green room. Let's go to Eric on the live chat. What are your thoughts on Justin Turner? I think this could be a good fit for the Cubs circa round two because. We were saying that last off season. Yeah, I loved him off season. He had a pretty good season. Um, he's a he's a filler, you know. He's an yeah, older guy, but guy. yeah. Listen, you know, again, if you have World Series aspirations and you need a hole to fill a third for one year, here's a guy that has tremendous playoff experience, mm-hmm. a beautiful playoff track record, can play the position, can hit, and most importantly, can clutch hit. Um, so, so I would be on board, but again, those questions are so hard to answer because you don't know what they're going to fill. Right. So, so whatever's open, he's not going to be on the priority list. He would be like a, okay, we didn't fill third. Oh, we could get Turner for one year, 14. All right, let's do it. I just think they're going to go more for first base and, and pitching, um, and then see where the chips fall on Bellinger. So I, I do feel like there could be a path to a Turner for a year and um, you know, depending on who's waiting in the wings. So, uh, so we'll see about that. All right. We have a lot of options here. Let's uh, I, let's go to Bryce um, who Bryce I know, is... I know will have a lot for us, um, but, but he'll be, he'll be thorough and uh, you know, we'll see what parts of the bingo card we have. That, that's that's our, a hint, Bryce. Don't take too long. Our man. first every day or Bryce from Iowa. And he's got, of course, Great attire on for this occasion. Bryce, how you doing? Doing great. Ecstatic. And uh, I have to tell you, Hawkeye fans uh, absolutely took over Wrigley on Saturday. Uh, it was surreal because I went to five Cubs games this year and a concert. And this game Saturday took the cake in terms of fan atmosphere. 
They scored because of Iowa fans, Bryce. They scored it ten. Electric. Match. They scored it's ten points. And it was zero zero at half. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the worst the, football games the of all time. Looked a whole lot better than that. Pathetic, it's a horrible football game. Of an offense, tell you that much. Okay, great. So let's talk about the Cubs, huh? So you're excited, right? Let me tell you how excited I am. And I know I, I got to keep this to an hour and a half or under, and I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> um, right. let, let me just take you guys a walk through like the last 10 days of my sports experience. Okay. We'll, we'll start with the aforementioned Iowa Hawkeyes, okay. you know, our uh, interim athletic director, Beth Gates, made it known that. You know, Brian Ferentz was going to be relieved of his responsibilities at the end of this year, and that was a win-win for all Hawkeye fans. That was definitely something that needed to have been done a long time ago. So that that was number one. And you know how they say good news comes in bunches of threes, right? Yeah, that's never never happened to me before. What's that, Sam? I've never had three pieces of good news in a short (laughs) – period of time but carry on let's just keep it, let's it just keep talking about iowa five years to finally experience uh, my uh, my good bunch of threes but i did get it this past week let's talk so about iowa one, lacrosse yeah <laughs> uh so number one brian ferentz <laughs> out at iowa okay number two i get the news that at midnight last monday night the owner of my favorite football team decides that the patriot way is a complete sham that Tom Brady won all those Super Bowls and had nothing to do with any coaching, especially any offensive coordinators. Wow. So my Las Vegas Raiders decided to make a move uh, mm. unilaterally there. So that's number two. And then number three, obviously the news that we get today, I'm in the middle of my six period social studies class and my phone is just going off in my pocket and so I finally get an opportunity to look at it. And I'm thinking, this is this is just a troll. Who's trolling me? Yeah. All this stuff. But just completely legit. So the last 10 days of my sporting uh, experience has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that's been a lot. Wow. Um, and do you did you think that manager was the most necessary upgrade? Yeah. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'll go to something you talked about earlier, Sam, um, in the previous pod that you talked about earlier this afternoon, where you talked about maybe you're going to take some flack about how this is the biggest news coming out of the North Side, rather than like a Soto trade or yeah. an Alonzo trade. And I'm going to back you on that statement, Matt. Appreciate and it. Sam. I, I'm hundred percent behind that because okay. you, you think about all of the things that this move does. Okay. Number one, not only are you getting rid of the biggest factor that was holding this team back to taking the next level, that's number one. You're also subtracting from the biggest factor that our biggest rival had against us, which was their manager against our manager. And then to top it off, you also replace that biggest factor that was holding this team back with adding to the biggest factor that could propel this team forward, which is winning in the margins. And Agreed. Matt, Sam, how long we've been talking about this? A year and right. a half? A long time. So yeah. finally they, Since the first day of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I like, Sam, how you said that it's time to play big boy baseball because that's absolutely right. Yep. Jed and Mr. Ricketts put on their big boy pants right. and yep. decided to make this move. So yep. I'm all in. Awesome, Bryce. Well, thank you so much for being an everydayer. And uh, we hope to talk to you soon. And um, 
you know, we're going to do a holiday show again next month. So perhaps for that. Appreciate you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. Are they, are they playing any cricket at Iowa? Like an update on that. I don't think so. Uh. <laughs> I don't think so, but I like this question from Evan. Yeah. Because of the Cubs signing council to be our new manager. Do you think this increases the chances of Bellinger coming back to the Cubs? I think that anytime you make a move like this, everything increases. So now there's a slight increase that they go get a big free agent. There's a slight increase that Bellinger wants to come back because it, right. it increases. Again, this is the term. It increases the level of seriousness with this team. Totally. There is a, a lot of people, including myself, that did not believe that this team was serious about winning a world championship as long as David Ross was the skipper. Mm -hmm. And like Bryce just said, not only did you remove that, but then you added the not only the top guy on the market, as I was telling Nick on the phone, maybe the top guy, period, as we talked about, or maybe it was you. I, I can't keep track of how many people I've been talking to about this. But, but yes, to answer the question in short, everything is now more likely because they have a guy that is going to help them more than the previous guy. Let's go out to Brady, one of our everydayers. Brady, you're on Lockdown Cubs Sound Off. What do you think of the Cubs hiring council? No, I think it's a, I think it's a really big move. Uh, I've been on the Sam Olber hype train of the David Ross criticism. Uh, I will say you. that. I will say that I do want to just make the record clear on my stance that I think much of my frustration was Cubs fans not being able to delineate 2016 success with David Ross's managing tenure. Uh, and, and think maybe that's where some of the uh, frustration came from more than Ross's managing itself. But I think this is huge. Um, and, and my mind immediately went to today when I got the message was how many avenues this kind of opens up. Um, we're not going to see – hopefully we're not going to see happen the three-hole. I don't have to hear Sam complain about that every oh, day. Oh, wow. I, um, yeah, I, the lineup is something to consider, Brady. I, and I, I think it's going to be a huge thing to consider because every every manager has their own kind of twists and turns they put on certain things, what way they view players and their strengths and weaknesses. So mm -hmm. I think everything's on the table in regarding to the lineup next year. And I think this is a good thing for the Cubs to just get out of the way for their next quote-unquote competitive window that's, that we're coming into. Um, what I didn't want to have happen was a team that is very talented be held back by David Ross. And then for the next year, potentially the 2025 option the Cubs have every single day in the offseason, we're going to be going, is David Ross the guy? Is, they, is he the thing holding this team back if they do end up falling short? It's out of the way. We have a five-year window now with Council. Go get the guys, see what the team can do moving forward, and then go from there. Um. I think you make a great, well, you made a few great points, Brady, but w one point, and I'm, and I'm like 70% trying to be funny, 30% serious, is uh, this is such a great win for the lockdown audience because they're not going to have to, my whining is going to decrease substantially. I mean, I used to complain about the lineup every single day, uh, every day. And I think that that's seriously going to be decreased. And that's a win for everybody, including me. So, yeah, and I, I do think I we did try to dispel a little bit of that, just because a lot of teams ended up doing that more than we thought. But it wasn't but it, it wasn't the combinations; it was the placement. Right, you're right. Yeah, it was more the especially one through five. So, oh. 
Yeah, one, yeah. One, one more thing. I think uh, the timing of this is really intentional too. We, you know, the last question that came popped up was moves and, you know, even just moves and what, what's going to be the future of the Cubs. I don't think it's any sort of kind of randomness that this was the first day that free agents could sign that this move is made and they inked the deal. And this is a signal to free agents saying, you want to go win a championship, come to Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Wanna, I hope you, so. You want to, you want to compete in a big market for a big ball club that's going to try to compete over these next five years, come have a meeting with Jed and company, and we'll see if we can get a deal done. And I, I think that was very intentional to get this wrapped up really early. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys heard the reporting. I think you guys said it earlier today, but this basically happened in the last five days. And the fact Correct. that it came so quickly and the number was so big that they were like, we want this wrapped up. We'll f- not going to fight over a couple million here and there, and let's go into the offseason with a we're back mentality. Awesome, Brady. Thank you very much. We appreciate your your listenership, uh, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. Thank, thank you, Brady. Yeah, hey, they, they rocked the baseball world today. Matt, can I can I put a comment up? Put it up. This is this is how many times this year did I use this hypothetical? Yeah, it was a lot. And, and what I if we had Craig Council? And and I didn't mean it like, oh, I think they're going to get Craig Council. I just meant no. like that's the type of guy you want to have. And now they have him, and it's 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 extremely exciting. Did, did we ever publicly state about his free agency, or did we end up just being resigned to our fate about Ross? I I know that I actually brought no. it up before my hiatus on Locked on MLB. I said if Council on another show, if Council was a free agent. Free agent, do you place replace Ross with him? Uh, replace. Well, we did a show but, about counsel, counsel, and Stearns to the Mets. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's true. So we kind of talked about it. Yeah, I never thought it was realistic. I didn't think. Yeah, I think. The, I think never the mentioned. other. I think the other big point I'd like to make before we bring in our next guest is that sure. it's intentional and obvious that he wanted to come here because if he didn't, he would have just used the Cubs as a bidding thing and then just went to the Mets and said, Hey, they offered eight years, 40, you top it. You know, like he, he wanted to come here and and maybe there's some bad blood. Like, like, you know, uh, they were saying about, you know, maybe there's some bad blood there or maybe he's just like, look, like no, nobody has a, a more up close uh, uh, perspective of the Cubs Brewers rivalry than council. And Mm -hmm. he think about it. He's been dominating it now for about five years and doesn't really get the credit. And he sees, you know, the buzz around Wrigley and the buzz, what's happening. And maybe, maybe he just wants to be a part of that. And, you know, there's some family connections and, and things and geography played a role. Yeah. So it's, you know, it it sounds like it's just a, it sounds like a match made in heaven. I don't know what else to say. It's, it's the perfect fit. And I I think it's going to lead to really special things for, for everybody that all 354 people that are currently watching. I traded a couple messages with big Rand today. He's, hoping to join us on the holiday show next month, but now he's in the chat and he reports that Jesse Rogers said on Waddle and Sylvie that he thinks the Cubs are going to sign a Japanese pitcher in addition to being in the Soto and Alonzo markets. I, I think there is truth to the Cubs being interested in a lot of these top guys. I think they are a potential fit for big, both big and small additions. Um, my instinct is to say right now that they're going to be active, perhaps even more active in the trade market than free agency. Uh, that comes with the price of, of, of prospects of major leaguers. 
Um, but but I I think that if you want Alonzo, first of all, if he's available, he's going to have a low price. I think Glasnow is going to have a low price. I think Soto is going to have a high price. And then we'll see about free agency. So, you know, the Japanese pitchers, there is a talent gap, gap there, Yamamoto um, and, and, and the others. Um, if you want a top-tier guy, it's definitely Yamamoto. If it's a lower-tier bullpen, there's the other couple options there. Um, so so we'll we'll see. We'll see. Matt, do you think – can I ask you a random question? Yeah. And I think the answer is no, but do you think, because I know the money's separate, but do you think any of the moves with Stroman and getting Gomes back opted in for more money for, for them to pay more for counsel? Or do you think they were going to do that either way? I think they were probably going to do it either way. I think they were going to do it either way. Yeah, me too. Now, I, I think they're, they're hat. You know, I, I, wouldn't, I would venture to say that they are pleased with the Stroman opt-out. I think that's an understatement. 21 million free. That's wild. I think, I think it's to say that they're pleased. I think is, I think you're being kind. All right, let's go to, I believe Carson is here. Oh, Carson. Welcome to the show. Oh, he's drinking his, he's drinking my, my blue Kool-Aid. Is that, is that Powerade or Gatorade? (laughs) Powerade. Nice. Love it. Love it. So did you hear about this news during the school day? Did you have to wait till afterwards? I just have water. I got, I got off, I got off the bus and my mom told me and I was so excited. (laughs) I bet. That's Um, good. Carson, do you remember when you came on the show and you and I were speaking about potential Cub playoff opponents and, um, after we talked, I think they won about three games the rest of the campaign. So, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they didn't, do, they didn't do very well after that. But it was all worth it, Carson, because now we have a manager that can lead you and me and Matt <laughs> and everybody else to a 95-win campaign and a postseason berth. Yes, sir. All right, Sam, I got some stats for you. Oh, boy. So the Cubs, hungry. 21 and 25 in one run games. Say it again. Say it one more time. I missed the first part. What, what in 25? At 21 and 25 in one run games. Got it. And the Brewers went 24 and 10 in one run games. Oh, oh boy. In game differential. Do you know that the Brewers, since Craig Council has been the manager, have the best record in baseball in one-run games. And that's over a, I believe, what, a five? How, how long has he been there, Matthew? Six years? Five? Um, yes, that's it. What Carson just said well, is it, folks. and 10 is crazy. Yeah, and 21 and 25 is not great either. And so, you know, it's it's that. That, is, that right there, that stat is the the margins being solved. There is no Mancini. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to worry about. What about Vardar? You don't have to worry about you know Rios or Torrent. It's it's a it's solved. This guy knows how to win the games that are up in the air over the course of one sixty two. He's going to help you do it, and that stat supports it. And it's been, it's like that every year. And we we always whine on the show and say, oh, the Brewers are so lucky. But they're lucky because they know what they're doing in those spots, Matt. But it, and excuse me for, for saying this now, but 
are they going to give Craig Council a real bullpen? That is somewhere where David Ross got the shaft. Carson, he Carson, did. Carson, when's your birthday? You don't have to say the year, but the date. March 16th. Mar- oh, so, so right around, right before opening day. I'm going to get a couple I'm weeks gonna, before opening day. I might be getting you the most nerdy, weird gift of all time. I, I'm going to get your size and I'm going to ship it over. I might customize. Not a Craig Council jersey. I might get him a Craig Council jersey for his birthday. Oh, the no, jersey no. for the manager. Let all his friends know that he means business. He, Carson That's cares a nice that, jersey. Car- yeah, but there's nobody on the back. Did he connect? The, the, the car let Carson's friends know in Alabama, especially the, you know, it's it's kind of a weak year for the tide, and let everybody know that that they're serious. He doesn't care about you know Swanson. He cares about the margins. You know, be good. Okay, it'll be good for the teachers too. You know, right? You can explain to the teachers, hey, I'm wearing a council jersey because he helps on the margins. <laughs> yeah, maybe for the 120 games, explain to the teachers. Listen, I got to get an early release or something like that. March 16th. I'm gonna remember. I mean, what a perfect birthday! It's like two weeks before opening day. Oh my gosh, we're gonna be ready to go at that point. Well, no, no. I, at, that, at that point, we may have three million sub. <laughs> All right, Carson. Thank you very much. Enjoy the blue cool. <laughs> thank you. Right. Roll Tide. Better year next year. All right. Uh, that was that's always fun. That's always fun with him. That's a great step. Actually, somebody's commenting. By the way, I have no idea what's going on in college football. I have no idea. weren't we at a, we were at some sort of restaurant when LSU and Alabama were playing? I, I, I did Alabama end up winning that game? I have no idea. Yeah, they've they've been fine this oh, year. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Usually, I don't know. Every time I look up, they're always number one. They're not number one this year. I thought that meant maybe a down year. Who knows? I haven't watched a full college football game since 97. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go cares. over to uh, – I'm an Illinois fan. They he first – we'll get to some more chats after this next call. Uh, Brandon in Peoria. He makes another appearance here on Lockdown Cubs. Hey, hey thanks, how's guys. it going? Pretty good. Uh, you guys make me follow Carson. This isn't fair. <laughs> Did you follow him last time too? I think so. Him and his dad, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. Where were you when you saw the news? Are you gaming? Were you playing a little? Is that like a gamer headset? It is. Uh, it's still, yeah. I was doing schoolwork. Uh, my dad had been home for a bit, and then I checked our family group chat, and he was sent me the MLB.com article, and I was like, no way. So I ran upstairs, and I was like, is this real? And then we talked for like two hours. That's wow. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, called, I called my dad today. Yeah, so did I. Oh. I talked to him twice. What about the NL Central next year? I mean yeah. – you're, you're, yeah, that's interesting because the Reds had a had a nice ascension for most of the year. The Cardinals just fell flat on their face. I, I think the Cardinals are going to be really primed in that pitching market, especially the second tier. Think Sonny Gray, um, you know, think Seth Lugo, others. Uh, but, you know, when they, will the Reds get any starting pitching? Because they seem pretty stocked with young position guys who who regressed a little bit down the stretch of the year. Uh, Pirates have some okay young talent, nothing to be afraid of, certainly. And now we'll see what happens with the Brewers. I think the division should be the Cubs to win is where I'm trying to go with this. Yeah, amen. I I actually thought that before the council hire, 
So I, now I with not. this, it should be running away and hiding. I thought I thought the Cubs were going to win this division at about one fifty or about uh, two when, when, twelve forty five Central. Whenever that news got uh, released, that's when I said that this is going to be the Cubs division. To me, we still got to replace Bellinger and we got to build upon it. I I think if we you know, only get one of the Japanese pitchers and we don't really replace our fielding. I think we still have some problems. Uh, but yeah, to me going into this offseason, it's rebuild, won't be lost, and move forward. Yeah, well, you also don't have to replace Bellinger if you resign him. That would you know, be please. nice. So, you know, I think that that's, I think that's possible. Um, I think adding another bat's possible. I think, I think Yamamoto's probably a little bit of a pipe dream at this point. I mean, he's, you know, but, you know, I, I think they got, look, I've said it a bunch. Two of my four wishes have already been granted. Now they need to add, they need to probably, they, they need to add two bats. So that's re-signing Bellinger one and then trading for one would be another one. If they don't uh, re-sign Bellinger, then they got to add two. And then they got to add a frontline starter, a guy that misses bats. If those things happen and then Matt already talked about it, they got to give counsel something to work with. And by the way, a couple big announcement today, Matt. Did you see Jeremiah Estrada got claimed by somebody? He's no longer a Cub. Let's have a moment of silence for his 77 straight fastballs. I mean, literally, uh, he threw in that the middle of the season. Um, you know, you, you know, he, he. Good luck to him. Yeah. All Isn't right, it going to be nice? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, just end it off. It'll be nice that Council gets to play his first home game in Milwaukee. <laughs> Rickley Yikes. Oh, yikes! I, I see, yikes! Okay, that's a big yeah. shot. Apologies, yeah, yeah. apologies. I respect I it. I respect I it. Yeah. I was confused because they opened in Texas and anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Was, yeah. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Until next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you. I still see massive holes at first and center. I'm not that warm to PCA. On March 28th, Sam, I have to well, say. I'm not that, yeah. Um, really hope they're active in the outfield market as much as they can, but I think that's going to come within trade. Um, but but Bellinger makes, you know, it just it's an ideal fit because then plug him in center, see what happens at first, and go from there. Yeah, I think the, I think the PCA hates – and, and I'm not saying you're hating on him. I'm just saying, in general. Well, for March 28th, I don't yeah. think it's sufficient enough. Yeah, I think, I think it's. Yeah, I, I, if they end up re-signing Bellinger and he moves to first base and PCA starts the year in center field and bats ninth, I'm not going to be infuriated. Yeah, like yeah, like, that's true. Because because then you're going to have a somehow a two-time Gold Glover and left. Um, a potential gold glover in center, a gold glover at first, a gold glover at short, a gold glover at second base. You know, you might not need that much offense. I saw somebody else ask a great question about Soto, and they were like, how are they going to trade Soto um, if if Suzuki and Hap don't waive their no trade? And the answer is, guys, like, I, I can't emphasize this enough. Like, when you're working with a, a generational talent, you don't not make it because it might be crowded. Like you just figure it out. Somebody will have to DH. Somebody will figure it out. Like mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm. you just figure like you don't go. All right. Well, we could do Soto, but it, it doesn't make sense. Now we have four outfielders. So see you later. You just, 
you yeah. make room for Juan Soto. I mean, it's a good question, but I don't yeah, think no, those no, guys not, would not, be in, the, in not, a package for him. Well, no, but but what he, what he's saying is that what if they don't? What if they say no? Like they both have no trades. So what if Suzuki and Hap say we're not getting traded? Then what? Right. But I don't think those guys are going to be in the package. Oh for him. yeah, yeah. Well, and and again, that's a great point too because the Padres, the whole point they're trying to do is trade Soto to shed salary, yeah. so they don't want to take on Hap's Hap's owed twenty million. Not Suzuki. And Suzuki and Suzuki's owed twenty plus million, and I think Soto's thirty three. Is that right with the arbitration or thirty five? So it'll be about thirty three. At the end of the day, they'd be saving like a net thirteen million. They're they're not going to do that. They want young. No, it's not control- enough. They want young, controllable talent. So totally. So I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Absolutely. All right, let's try. We're going to get to more live chats after this last call. This goes to Jackson, and he's now on Locked On Cubs Sound Off. Welcome, Jackson. Jackson, what's up, man? You're on mute. I think I could unmute you. Oh, nope. You have to do that. There you go. Okay, anyways, what I was saying, my name is Jackson Davis. I'm from Iowa. Uh, What part of Iowa are you from? So you know the part where it's like in between, like where Illinois, Iowa, and Missouri meet? Okay. I like like right in there, Burlington. Got right. it. I know Burlington. Yeah. No, Matt. Matt. Matt's an Iowa guy. He knows. Oh, all yeah, those. I live in. I live in Burlington. He knows, Burlington all those, he, he knows all those. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Name, no name. No uh, So I was actually at work today. I'm 16. I do online school, but <laughs> I still work. And then I was at work, and my uncle texted me, and I looked at. It, I was like, "Why did my uncle text me?" And it. Uh, he texted me a picture of it off of a news article. I was like, no, no. And then he was like, no, yeah. And I looked it up and I was like, no, it's serious. I called my, I was on FaceTime my dad in the middle of work. And he's like, what is it, Jackson? And I was like, um, cause I, 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 well, I don't like David Ross. I liked him as a player. He sure. was, he was, a. I liked him as a player. I, I By didn't like means. him as a coach. I told my dad, you're, we're not going to make it anywhere with David Ross. He just can't coach. And Smart I mean, he's, Still a young coach kind. I mean, he's not necessarily young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I was like, Dad. And he's like, and then he tries to switch the subject. I was like, No, you don't understand. It's so much more big of a deal than he. Because my dad is a uh, diehard Cubs fan as well. I am. I. I mean, I'm 16, but I still got to witness the World Series. Of course, I got it's still actually hey, it counts, in, brother. In 2016, I was in fourth grade, and oh, I, wow. I watched like every single game. Like I still watched it. I was sitting there. Game. I watched every game in Game Seven. My dad told me I couldn't watch it because Jackson. so he opened a Sonic up in Burlington. It's because it was too late of a game. What occurred at that? Yeah, time? You gotta, because so I would have gotten really upset if they would have lost. Oh. So he basically told me he's like, since I'm not home, I'm not gonna let you watch it. And and then they won, and I was like, so he was protecting like, you in a way. He said it's something that he's regretted for, like Jackson. When I was ten, when I was ten years old, uh, before you were born, the the Chicago Cubs lost to the Marlins in 2003. Um, I was ten at that time. I remember every single thing from that series. My father and I went to one of the games. We watched every game together except Game Seven. Um, that's that's a different story for a different time. I. I want to go there, but 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 to, answer, to your point, it doesn't matter if you're you're ten, if you're seven, fifteen, fifty eight, sixty five. Doesn't matter. You got to witness the Cubs win the World Series, yeah, exactly. And, and you don't have to you don't have to explain yourself. Yeah, I woke up that mo- the next morning and I because I pre recorded it on the uh, 
oh, cable and I pre-recorded it and I just zoomed past the whole game. I was not trying to watch the five hours it was since it was recorded. But um yeah, I don't I think it was a good idea for them to get rid of David Ross for sure. It I just don't think it would have worked out at all. Agreed. Yeah, it's a clear upgrade, Jackson. And when that's presented yeah, exactly. as an option, and it sounds like he wanted to go to the Cubs, it, so- it sounds like this came together very fast. Yeah, and my dad was like, well, I'm going to miss David Ross. I was like, I'm not. I was like, do <laughs> okay. you want to win? I was like, do you want to win? He's like, yeah. well, I liked him as a player. And I was like, yeah, as a player. I liked him as a player too. But do you like him as a coach? Do you all tend to disagree on Cubs topics? Sounds like it. Actually, me and my dad are the only Cubs fans in our family. The rest of them are Cardinals fans. That's my uncle's a Cardinals fan, and he texted me. And then he texted me, said the Cubs are still going to suck. I was like, yeah, sure. All right, all right. Right, throwing some shade, throwing some shade. (laughs) Well, Jackson, thank you for emailing and making your debut on the program. Thank you, my friend. Have a good one. You too. All right, bye-bye. And that's Jackson, Burlington, Iowa, here on Locked on Cubs. Sound off. We're going to get to some more chats, Sam. We have about 15 minutes left uh, to push the one-hour mark. And I do have a couple of chats saved. Let's go to Thomas. If PCA is the guy in center, hypothetically, does Soto or Suzuki DH or Suzuki back to the infield like in Japan to play third base? Well, not the last part. Um <laughs> I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the the five year forty dollar forty million dollar man make those calls and and, and believe in him. It'd probably be, you know, <clears throat> PCA PCA in center, Hap and left, ideally Bellinger at first, Soto and right, and and ideally Suzuki um, at, at DH would probably be I think the the most likely scenario out of those things. Carter Hawkins, a frequent commenter of ours during the live, says he was 10 when the Cubs lost in 84 and he cried like a baby. You know, and can I say something really quick about 1984 and and some of our our more seasoned listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. Please. Back then, the Cubs Cubs didn't get home field in that series, um, and they should have. Uh, because it, back then it wasn't about best record. I think it was just alternating years. And they took, I think they took a 2-0 lead in that series against the Padres. And they, th- if they played another game at Wrigley, they probably would have won. And then they went West Coast. And I think they lost three straight. Mm-hmm. And it was just, people don't talk about that stuff. Like the Cubs, they they, they had a better record. They should have had home field. And, right. and the whole system was just messed up. Um, at that point, and uh, you know that '84 team gets a bad rap. If I remember correctly from YouTube, I think Game One, Sutcliffe threw like a complete game and hit a homer or something like that. So, um, yes, anyways, he did. He did. Anyways, uh, always, he was always great always, after they acquired him. Always fun to dip into the history. Remember Let's Game One? Ra- oh, go sorry. ahead. Remember Game One Sixty Three uh, when Council came here in '18 and just broke our hearts. Now he's on our side. Well, that's when the Brewers started their run, fam. Yep. Here's from Jeffrey. Any updates on what the Padres are asking for Soto? What would be a reasonable Cubs package for him? So, Jeffrey, we've had a couple reports on that. The Padres really like Christopher Morrell, potentially even at a one-for-one deal, Sam. Uh, I know he doesn't believe that. Yeah, But uh, I think the price will be a couple major leaguers and a prospect or two, three or four dudes. Cheap, cheap, uh, uh, cheap, controllable young guys. I could see, I could see like a like I, I think I said on the on the you know the 80th Soto show 
morel um like like a morel canario and a pitcher type of thing something like that maybe, maybe even a little bit more and as we get closer to finishing time again let us know in the chat how do you feel about the cubs hiring craig council today either when the news broke when you heard it now upon some reflection uh just an absolutely bombshell in the north side I- let, uh, wait, today. okay. I, I was gonna put a post one. Okay. Uh John said PCA and Morel, the Cubs will have Soto. Yeah, I I I yeah, actually would, don't think that's a much of a stretch. No, that that would do it. I, I'm not I don't know if Jed wants to do that, but that would do it. Um can yes. I can I can I write this? Me and Minnesota PTSD, we have a love-hate relationship. Um and I, I just want to haven't heard from him in a while. And I just want to say, no, we're ready for Soto right now, dude. You don't you you don't come out. Yeah. At, 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 on a random fall Monday, fire your manager after the owner supported him and go give $40 million to, to the best guy in the business because you're not ready yet for Soto. You're ready right now. Go get him right now if you want to. It's t- 2024 is a window season. That is a year. What I mean by window season is that means we are trying to win a World Series, not you know, float around and compete and win 86. Maybe if things go right, 88. No, if things go right, it should be a big number, okay? This is it now. So so there's no more waiting. Right. Right, yeah. It's nice to see the reaction to the uh, council hire. I know they're all across the board here. This including from Josh, who says, best day in Cubs history since November 2nd, 2016, which is what Sam said on our first show today, it shows we're serious. I think we sign Nola, re-sign Belly, and make a big trade for Soto and extend him. Oh. Wow, that would be three massive acquisitions. This is giving me such 2014 offseason vibes, 100%. and I love it. Good comparison. A hundred percent. They signed Lester that offseason. So, I, can I? One thing, Matt. Before our next thing, please. I real like as I'm talking on this show, I'm really starting to realize that like this move has really cured my 2023 sadness. Yeah. Yeah. That's we've seen like, a progression. I think I'm, I think that. I'm really done with it. Yeah. Like I, you know, I've lost about 50 minutes to an hour of sleep every night since. Okay. And I think, I, I think I'm going to sleep well. Yeah, and and did you think of the Renteria for Madden? Yes, Daniel points out. Yes, yes, a hundred percent, Daniel. 100%. I think really that's the only comp that I was able to find. Uh, there's a little bit of like a maybe like a Doug Collins, Phil Jackson in a lesser way. Okay. You know, it's just one of those moves. Did Phil where- Jackson coach successfully before that? No, no. Okay, well, no. then that's not this. No, but I mean from the sense of like, hey, we're ready to take the next step, and we feel like even though it's unpopular, this is the guy to do it. But they got the best manager in the sport. Right. No, was Jackson I, the best coach in basketball at that well, time? Well, no, he wasn't He wasn't one. So there you go. It's not the and, same. And then he won about 40 This is truly a unique move, people. Didn't the Blackhawks do something oh. like that? Uh, who cares? You know what? That. that actually is a decent cop, too. Didn't but they Joel Quenville was already in the organization, right? So that one doesn't that one is doesn't have a leg to stand on either. Good, that's the extent of my my Blackhawks stuff, right? Well, they had a good season opening win. They've struggled since. Yeah, great. So ten out of ten hiring from Jed. Yeah, 
No, this is one. This is this is Jed Hoyer's finest moment as the president of baseball operations for the Chicago Cubs. This is his finest moment. There's no question right. about it. Uh, I, I thought he did an outstanding job selling off the core when he did and getting what he got. Um, and I thought that was his finest moment. This topples that and then some. He, Jed Hoyer, listen. The when you're the president of baseball operations, your job is to not make friends. Your job is to win. And I'm sure there's a part of him that feels a little bit like, man, you know, I, I was I was the guy that really, you know, backed David Ross and all that stuff. And so I'm sure there'll be a little bit of an element of sadness, disappointment in that regard. Mm-hmm. But this is a a a fine, fine moment for him. And and just another another I would say confirmation, if you will, that that I am firmly happy that he is running my favorite sports team. Whereas I can't say the same thing about any other team that I root for. Yeah. Well, and he's, that dates back to, we talked earlier on the phone, the 2021 trade deadline, really. Um, Let's pull this up from Daniel. Do you think Sam players had input on this or what the, do you have any, any, any theories? Okay. No, no, no. I think a move with this high of of financial uh, repercussion, I don't think the players are really involved. It's such a high money move. Um, The only thing would be, you know, possible feedback one way or the other. But listen, towards the end there, in addition to Ricketts, in addition to Hoyer, the players publicly uh, backed Ross. So this is really a rare move in the sense that Council was available. It sounds like you wanted to be on the Cubs. Um, and so it all came together very Matt, quick. Matt, let me, so, so Craig Council took over in 2016. They were a 73-win team. Yeah. Year one to year two bumps up to 86. 96. 89. Not counting the, 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 the COVID year. 95. 86. 92 in Milwaukee. That's an unbelievable run. Yeah, it is. That's an unbelievable run. Do you have his and, win percentage there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to remember, twenty. His first year wasn't a very good year. Um, he is the win, he is the winningest well, manager so. in, in in Brewers uh, history: seven oh seven and six twenty five, fifty three point one winning percentage. Okay. Yeah the the one 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 run stats that Carson cited earlier is just that was a great uh, uh, that was a great stat from him they're baffling though they're baffling how do you do that well in that short of a, a margin games in this sport 14 games over 500 but they're they're like that With every that year team. yeah they're like that every year and and you know what I can't wait to see I can't wait for the first time the first time when Seiya Suzuki gets rung up on a pitch six inches off the plate, Council's not going to sit there like Ross, eating seeds and laughing and say, ah, you know, protect the plate. He's going to come out there and defend his player. And I can't wait the first game of the year when the Cubs are up 3-2 in the seventh inning and Council, with a short-sleeve hoodie on, is pacing because he wants to win that game. He's not thinking, ah, we'll be fine. and Oh, great. 
He wants to win every game. He's going to defend his players. He's going to defend his team. He's not going to give an inch because the inches are the margins and the margins are what matter. And he is the best at that. Do you remember how many times we played the Brewers when he would milk the zone and you and I would get so frustrated at it yeah. and it would, it would work. It did. It would no, work. It does work. Ross is just, you know, sipping coffee at 120 and, you know, chopping it up with all the guys. <laughs> Everybody loves Rossi. I love winning. I don't care if Council doesn't have a great personality or if he, that he wasn't on the 2016 team or that he wasn't on Dancing with the Stars. He, he wins, man. He wins. And that's a good segue, Sam, into the final question of the night. This comes from me. Do we retire the Ross laugh sound drop? Let us Please. know in the comments, fam. That can I answer? That's a yes for me. All right. So this is the last show in which we played it then. No, I well, I, listen, I don't have final say, but you wanna know what I hope? Is I hope that we could clip a quote from Council's presser and use yeah. that as something where he just says something like, Yeah, it's time great. to get serious, you know. Oh, that'd be huge. Or it's winning time. And then every time I say something, you could just play that. Something like that. Like this is and I think that the Cubs are going to sell a lot of those short sleeve hoodies. Because can somebody get me an Illini score, please? Okay, <laughs> they're opening this campaign. I'd like. To All right, well, it. I'm going to think about it, but I'm leading towards retiring it. As uh, last we time I checked, they they weren't doing so well. As we would start to uh, retire this show, pushing one hour, Sam. It was very fun. So many people joined us. Four hundred plus. Most of the show. We're so thankful. This is your first time here. This is Locked On Cubs. He's Sam. I'm Matt. We're here every single weekday, 20 to 30 minutes, all things Cubs. A laugh or two along the way. We have a good time. We update you on all the news. We go over a lot of scenarios. We play out some theories. And uh, we hope you're with us all off season long any final words sam um I, yeah I, I think this is going to be a special off season guys um I, I think you should join us uh i know that talking about cubs baseball when it's dark outside at 4 p.m isn't your usual off season routine but i think that this is going to be a really fun off season um you know matt does an awesome job he, he really stays in tune to the news and kind of gets it to me and then I react to it. And that's kind of, that's kind of how we do business. And, you know, I think we're going to have a very fun time between now and March 28th when we go play at that goofy globe life field in Texas and open up against the world series champs. And uh, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So everybody, thank you for joining us, including those that were with us live. If you haven't smashed the like button yet, do that on the way out. Cubs hire Craig Council. A lot more to discuss this week on that and a whole lot more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.